I'm fucking telling you. Missouri is a fucking southern state. I don't care how you it's slice it. It's the gate it's, to the west. I don't give a shit. You know what? That is a good point, Travis. It literally has the gateway to the west. Yeah. See, and you know what? You know what a gate is? It's a portal. So it touches two fucking things. Okay. That doesn't make it ephemeral. Oh, Just I'm because sorry. I have a door doesn't mean it doesn't exist in my house. It's okay. Still, it's still stud. It's touching shit. Yeah. The door goes. The door to your house goes out to fucking Alabama. Uh, hey. The gateway of the West goes out to Illinois. Is Illinois a southern state now, Ben? Is that yeah, where no, we draw no, the right. fucking line? No. Here we go. Let me let me zoom in on a map. Let me let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. So. All right, here's a map. So let's say you are at like that little flaccid wiener down in the southeast of Missouri, touching Tennessee. Okay. Or Kentucky, either fucking which one. So you're talking about like the Ozarks. Yeah. If there was a house on that state line, like exactly on that state line, with a door that was in between Missouri and Kentucky or Tennessee... Would that door that is on both sides of that state line, technically, is it in the south or is it in the Midwest or is it in both? I will give you the Ozarks and only because of Branson. See, like St. Louis, Columbia, Kansas City. That is that is the fucking Midwest, baby. Man. If you want to split the state, if you want to split from, like, where that little part of, like, Illinois comes into it, down to the corner, and from that to, like, northwest is in the Midwest, and everything under that line to the southeast is in the south, I'll take it. Uh, I'll accept that. The other reason why I feel like the Ozarks is very southern, the meth. Yeah, every state has a meth problem. Every state does have a meth, either a meth or an opioid problem, and sometimes yeah. it's both. Yeah, and guess what? Those are both usually it's things. both. I yeah. just I feel like there are rednecks everywhere, but there are is everywhere yeah, the south? And, no. Eh, if our, rednecks is just American culture, <laughs> that's not entirely true. Canada has its own version of rednecks. That's true. They made a television yeah. show about Mexico it. Also, Mexico also Mexico has its own version of rednecks. Everywhere's rednecks. Everywhere has their own rednecks. Yeah, there's a version of UK has their yeah UK has their own version of rednecks. Russia, fucking. Wait, who's the UK rednecks? The Scottish? No, no. Actually, yes. Yeah. Um. (laughs) Fucking Ireland. Yeah. To them. What's up, UK listeners? (laughs) Sorry to shit on your country. They're number two on our demographic. A lot of supernatural I, I, fans in the UK, and yeah, yeah. that's cool. very strange. Um, I mean, I get it. Yeah, because to me, supernatural is not just a fantasy. In that, like, like it's a fantasy show, you know, with vampires and shit. To me, right. supernatural is like the ultimate American fantasy. It's oh, just hell yeah. two dudes in their muscle car road tripping around the United States, eating in motels, drinking whiskey, yeah. not sharing their feelings. Fuck yeah. That's uh, the most American thing I can think of. It's totally American. But it's kind Bottle of like your feelings and whiskey. It's kind of like a caricature, you know what I mean? Like we can't yeah. all really be like that, can we? We can, and we are. 
That's, that's what Ben, Travis, and I do on our off days. We just prattle around the United States with our whiskey and our feelings that are bottled up. Yeah, luckily, like, everywhere is just, like, a day's drive away. Yeah, I've been to California three times this week. Yeah. It's all good. It's all good. Uh, so we're agreed, though. Missouri is not part of the, <laughs> the South. I No, we, what we agreed to earlier, which you did can you run say, it back and find out, did you was say, you, I, you agreed, we agreed that most of Missouri yeah, the, is not the, the South. The majority of Missouri... No. I, it's I, like you know how there's the dangly bit on Alabama that's actually Florida. Yeah, like the more north yeah. you go in Florida, the more southern it gets. Oh God, the f- parts of Florida that touch Georgia are a nightmare zone. Yeah. yeah, have y'all ever been there? That's like Tallahassee. Yeah, uh, above Tallahassee. I've been to Tallahassee with you. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> I went very recently and got reminded of what it's like down there, and it is just poof. Like, once you are able to see water, it's fine, but, Mm -hmm. oh, man, when you're just, like, still feeling like you're on the mainland, bad Mm -hmm. time. Yeah. Listeners, I want you to vote right now using your phones to text 69696. One, for if Missouri is a southern state. Two, for it is a midwestern state. Or three, if you just want me to go fuck myself. Vote Any now, listeners. Vote now. On we'll your wait votes. for your votes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, we also boy. accept carrier pigeon votes, so I expect those in oh my two God. to three weeks. I don't accept carrier pigeon votes. Those things are nasty. I'm lonely. I'll take any sort of conversation. Ooh, I'll accept crow votes. Can you vote by Can you vote by crow? Yeah, those mother- eat the crow. Those motherfuckers are smart. Yeah, yeah. I'll take I'll take a vote by crow. Ah. Um, I was on the podcast now. Ah. Uh, <laughs> we didn't really plan this beginning discussion, so now we're talking about birds. What's your favorite type of bird, Travis? I mean, crows are fucking dope. Cr- Corvids in general. Crows are pretty like, dope. They're, one, they're ominous. Two, they can mimic human speech. Three, that makes them even more ominous. Four, they're very Three. cute. Yeah. And they're like the smartest birds. Oh, they are the smartest birds. Like they have taught uh, crows in Japan to use vending machines. That is pretty fucking adorable. And very. And smart. They are. They've been observed like in play. Um, yeah, and they they do that thing where if they want water, they'll put the rocks in the cup until they're able to get to the water. That's cool. Like. Yeah. yeah, they're I, fucking cool. I have a question for you guys. Okay. What Pokemon vibes do you think you give off? Oh, that I give off? Oh. Yes. God. Hang on. This is this is a pretty apropos conversation because I was recently having a conversation with some other people about Pokemon and like what team we would use. You were talking to people um, other than us. I'm confused. You guys yeah, talk to people outside of this podcast. Right? <laughs> I don't. I I exist outside of this. <clears throat> I only talk to you guys. Buddy, you live in Discord in my head. <laughs> I do live in Discord actually. <clears throat> yeah. 
All right. Tell us about your Pokemon team, your ideal Pokemon team. My oh. ideal Pokemon team? See, that's not what I was doing. I was like, I thought you asked for Pokemon that we like give off the same vibes of. Yes, I, right. I did ask that. Um, and I still want to know that. And let's can we keep it to the Gen 1 Pokemon? Because that's the only one I will recognize. Oh, some, some of my stuff is, well, actually, most of my, uh-oh. Okay. Most of my fave team is uh, Gen ones. Nice. But okay, uh, keeping it to Gen one for vibes. For vibes. Okay. Oh gosh, it's so f- there's so few of them. I'm looking at a Pokemon list right now. Uh, I'm not following the rules. So I'm about to send you guys some pictures. Okay, but you also have to say the Pokemon out loud because this is a visual medium or um, uh, the audio medium. I'm going to put them on Twitter, too. I don't know why, but I feel like the vibes I give out are seeking vibes. Yeah, I can dig that. Because you're what? Oh, Um, sure. You're sticky. Pokemon, gotta get those vibes. Ben, you can you know take this however you want. I, I'm assigning vibes to both of you now. Ben, you give me hypno vibes. I don't. Yeah, oh, I can dig that. You know what, Ben vibes Ben gives me? Um, uh, fucking the kicky guy. Kickmon. Hitmon Lee? No. Yeah, Hitmon Lee. Yeah, Ben gives me Hitmon Lee vibes. That's cool. Y'all like a McCool Pokemon shit. <clears throat> That's cool as fuck. Uh, I um, feel like I give off Jigglypuff vibes. <laughs> I, you you could go. Like, I don't mean this. In, like, I, I would say I, I'd give you. Uh, let, let me think. I'm, I'm, I'm looking. I'm looking at this list. Guys, I'm also like, I'm looking at the full list from like Game Skinny. I, I am as close to a real life bard as you get without being in the music industry <laughs> uh i bore people um with like by talking too much uh i'm fat and i have red undertones that is jigglypuff baby is that i'm is that not jigglypuff you don't want to be wigglytuff i want to be jiggly. I, I, I want to be jigglypuff okay. okay they're both adorable they are both uh, very cute and they're both very fairy types, and that just feels very appropriate for me. Yeah, that is fair. Uh, Travis, I think I get, like, Executor vibes from you. <laughs> I or, don't even know what that means. Yeah, who is that? <laughs> regular Executor or a Lowland Executor? I think uh, probably regular, because I feel like a Lowland executor is a little like too him like a little too himbo because you, you're a smidge himbo but you're not full like, <laughs> i am a smidge himbo yeah or let's see i also think you're tricky like a haunter kind of deal but you're and you're kind of sneaky about it nice yeah. i like haunter vibes yeah i think you give me fetch duck vibes far-fetched far-fetched mm. yeah yeah that's fun you're always carrying around leaks yeah yeah i do like leaks yeah you love leaks you've got sort of a cork in your eyebrow 
Let's let's take this a step further and like. Oh, Ben, it. you sent you sent pictures of Sudowoodo and Pancham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and those are definitely appropriate for you. <laughs> also, that tree is so cute, and that panda is so also cute. Hey, um, oh, yeah. what vibes? What vibes do you assign me? Because we just said I also think Meowth, but also the one that talks for me. I was thinking Meowth, but more specifically, I was thinking of Persian. Oh Meowth's, yeah. Uh, yeah. Evolution. Yeah. Or Flareon. Yeah. I think Flareon fits Ari pretty well. Oh, th or Eevee. Thank you. Yeah. I love Eevee. Eevees are my favorite Pokemon. Yeah. I think I've talked about that before because they're the cutest ones. And I just picked yeah. Pokemon based off of how cute they are. And all of the Eeveelutions <laughs> are also very cute. Yeah. Travis, for um, or Ben, for you, I also get um, uh, okay. Don't take this the wrong way. I also get Snorlax vibes. Yeah. This is not yeah, an insult. Sure. I love Snorlax. Yeah. Oh, you know what, Ben? Seeing your uh, Pancham made me. If we're gonna keep it to Gen One, Nitto King. Ooh, oh, that's fancy. Um, what type, if you guys did the whole, like, gym thing where you had, like, one type of Pokemon, what kind would it be? I'm going to modify this answer. Okay. This is actually something I was talking about last night with some people. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of having a specific Pokemon type for a gym, have a theme for a gym. And my gym, gym theme would be birds. Okay. okay. Because there are, there are a lot of bird Pokemon that aren't specifically flying bird. Like, I mean... Not, like Psyduck? Yeah. Mm. Or Farfetch so, yeah, or like whatever. Psy, that would put Psyduck on the table. Um, I guess all of the, the legendary birds have flying as their subtype. Mm-hmm. But that wasn't a thing in like Gen One, really. So they were just like the types of you know what they were originally supposed to be: ice, yeah. lightning, and fire. So basically, like any bird is on the table for my gym. By th by that logic, you know what I would go with? What's that? Dog Pokemon. Oh, that'd be so cute! You get Arcanine. You get the fucking legendary dogs from Gen Two. Yeah, uh, which are probably the most badass legendaries. Like they're my favorite ones. They so, are awesome. Yeah. Um. Okay. I have two answers for this. So let's. I'm gonna pretend in this universe I have two different types of gems. I'm gonna have mm. an Eevee gym where it's just Eevee and all of the different Eevee Lucians, which I think is actually. Yeah. I think that's actually the smartest gym because I will beat every ten year old who comes my way. <laughs> <laughs> like the reason why. The, t the 10 year olds always beat the gym leaders is because they're like, oh, it's a psychic gym. Well, I need to use the thing that is good against psychics, which is dark, right? There's a lot of shit that's good against psychic. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, d dark and bug. Right. For Ghost. Sure. Ghost, Fairy yeah. or something. Or psychic yeah. is strong against fair. I don't remember. But the point is, is that it's like, oh, this, this idiot just has a bunch of rock Pokemon. So I'm going to go ahead and get like, a water type and beat the shit, you know, easy. Um, whereas if I have an Eevee gym, all of my evolutions will cover all the different types and also it would be the cutest gym in the world. And also I'd have a Pikachu because those are also very cute. Oh yeah. Just for fun. He, he wouldn't fight. He would just be my friend. I can dig that. His name would be Spock. Nice. <laughs> and then... 
the other themed gym I would have would be Pokemon that give me slight Uncanny Valley vibes. That's hilarious. That's a whole whole mood right there. You would just have six missing notes. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, You got Mr. Mime. You've got Mm -hmm. Hypno. You've got Miss Jinx is her name? Jinx. Jinx. Um, If you start start dipping into later generations, Mm -hmm. you really have a big bank to choose from. Oh, yeah. You've got Gardevoir. Um, you've got, uh, well, in Gen 1, you've got Mewtwo. Yeah, Mewtwo. Um, I started typing Uncanny Valley, and then it was like Uncanny Valley Pokemon. I'm like, all right, fine. A lot of people search for this shit. It's mostly just uh, Sonic the Hedgehog and Pikachu. (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, also, there's this picture of Jigglypuff that I need to share you guys, share with you dudes, because uh, holy shit! <laughs> Jiggly, oh my Jesus Christ! I don't know if you're ready for this. Oh, that's uh, Jigglypuff from the Big- Detective Pikachu. Oh no, this is a threat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Mime is just terrifying in the cartoon, but yeah, Mr. Yeah. Mime oh. in Detective Pikachu is a whole mm. new lever of terrible. I, I, yeah, because they made his little like hair things skin. Yes, it's all yeah. skin. It's all skin. His clothes I, are skin. He's naked. I I really think that in Detective Pikachu <clears throat> that. Mr. Mime feels the exact same way that testicles do. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that, that, was not to be, that was not to be meant to be a good thing. See, I think uh, it, his skin looks not, his skin looks not wrinkly and too hard. You ever, well, this, this feels like a very not safe for work conversation that I'm about to have. <laughs> uh, so I'm just going to stop. Okay, anyways, um, <laughs> there were definitely some Pokemon that I feel like in Detective Pikachu we just did not need to see. And yeah. perhaps one of them was Mr. Mime. Yeah. Oh, God, I didn't know I was going to search for it. But yeah, that's my, that's my, uh, oh, that's God, my Pokemon gym. Ooh, 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 a Pokemon gym where it's only the Pokemon that appear to be wearing clothes. Yeah. Which kind of crosses over into the Uncanny, the Uncanny Valley, Valley right? Yeah. <laughs> ooh, I'm going to go with um, Pokemon that look the most like their real world counterpart animals. Nice. So like yeah. Ninetales, um, all the horse Pokemon. Meowth. Meowth. Redita. The one dog that looks like a dog. <laughs> Growlithe looks like a dog. Vulpix looks like a fox. Yeah, yeah Vulpix uh, does look yeah. like a fox. Yeah, there's a, except for there's, his there's like a lot. There's a lot in that category. Yeah, because mm-hmm. you've got like a lot of the bug Pokemon mm-hmm. fall under that. Yeah, yeah, that's um, true. 
I, I will would, go ahead and say I will I will not allow uh, plants for this type of gym. Okay, I was gonna or, say like or anything not. I, I just has looked at a bell animal. sprout and I was like, mm. yeah. So none of the electric Pokemon's either. Yeah. Man, electric Pokemon are really just like, what the fuck are those? Uh, like, yeah, what are like? How do how do electric Pokemon like like breed? Look at Electabuzz. Because it's just Electabuzz. what is that? What is have that? Have you seen? Have you seen what Electabuzz can evolve into? No. Yeah, look at like the. Uh, Ele- I knew Electabuzz had a younger version. Yeah, look. What that. does Electabuzz fall evolve? Is that into? fucking Electivire? Okay. It just looks like a bear version of Electabuzz. So, real quick, unrelated, related. Um, the picture you sent us of all of the like Detective Pikachu Pokemon, ugh, Bulbasaur looking like a champ as per usual. Um, yeah. As is Squirtle and Charmander. Like, oh no, they made they made Eevee look fucking terrible. Okay. Yeah, Snorlax looks like a bro though. Snorlax looks I- cool. Oh, Arcanine! I would snuggle the fuck out of that thing. But the the duck hat wearing thing—I don't know what kind that is because it's not uh, Gen One. Side duck? No, 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 no. The guy who's wearing the duck the hat. thing next to the panda. Yeah. Oh, uh, Dodrio. Yeah. No. No, no, the other way. Yeah. Oh, that's um. I think Lotad is its younger version. I can't remember what it's mm-hmm. called. Let's see. Anyways. The oh my Jesus Christ! I saw the one with the ears. Oh, uh, Ludicolo is the uh, the duck plant. Thing. Okay. Anyways, this yeah. is a very long setup to say I thought that somebody had for a second uh, photoshopped in gritty the the <laughs> Philadelphia. <laughs> Thing. Gritty is a Pokemon. Yeah, even though they don't look Gritty's alike. the most legendary. I was just Pokemon. like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> Because I forgot what Critty looked like for a second. Shit. Uh, I'm going to sneak in my uh, alternate version of a gym real quick. Okay. It's the Wobbuffet gym. It's just me with six Wobbuffets. Good fucking luck. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Another another version of the gym. Um, Me and Pokemon, I think, would give the best hugs. So oh, they Wobbuffet's on that fucking list. Wobbuffet is absolutely on that list. It's also just me and six Wobbuffets. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Any final alternate or any final theme gems before we uh, start talking about the episode? Oh, hell yeah. Uh, just fire. That's it. That's, I would have a fire gem or that... yeah, it would just be fire. Yeah, I, w- I would either have a fire or a flying gem. That'd be dope. Um, for alternate gyms, though, the the real world counterpart gym, but it's everyday items or just like <laughs> you know the non animal Pokemon. Ah, I see. So you you got um, the dirt. You know, ones. you got the jangly keys. You got the gears. You got the piles of trash. You got the sword. Uh, you got the ice cream. You got the sludge. The shields. You've got yeah. Um, you got the balloon. Um, yeah, I'm also yeah. I'm also gonna go ahead and say for my like if I were actually running a Pokemon gym and I had to follow like Pokemon World logic rules on that, I would probably do a fairy type gym. 
Mm-hmm. I think that would be pretty cool. Or I would do plant. I really, or grass type. I really like uh, mm-hmm. Bulbasaur. Yeah. Like, I just think he's so adorable. I so, think grass type Pokemon are generally underrated. They are. I would, some good ones. I don't I think a, You don't remember what? I, I don't remember where I saw who I saw this tweet from, but I saw a tweet a while back that was like, they should have just stopped when they made Bulbasaur. Really peaked there. <laughs> have you ever and, seen the meme about which Pokemon is the first Pokemon? <clears throat> yes. Uh, no. What's that mean? And they're all different. If you if you really know the lore, they're all number one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, that can't right. be true. It very much Well, is. there's like, there's the first Pokemon in the Pokedex, which is Bulbasaur. And then there's Arceus, who's technically the progenitor of all Pokemon. Mm. Uh, and then there was, I don't remember what the other two were, but they were also somehow the first Pokemon. Oh, I got you, bro. Mew and Rhydon. Oh, okay, yeah, because, why, wait, why was Rhydon? Because Rhydon has like the oldest fossil? Nope, that's because that was the first Pokemon ever drawn. Oh, okay. Like the creator of Pokemon, that was the first Pokemon he ever drew. And then why Mew? Uh, because he is also the other Pokemon Jesus. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Because Arceus and they like they double book themselves on Pokemon Jesuses uh, with Arceus <laughs> and Mew, which is fucking hilarious. Wait, 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 wait. What do you mean you're the savior of all Pokemon? We can't both be the savior of all Pokemon. That just seems unlikely. So it's kind of like Mew is Jesus and Arceus is God. Okay. If you like, you want to break this down into like the Christianity kind of breakdown. Sure. Which uh, and Jesus is just the human embodiment of God. Yeah. So technically, Mew is Arceus by this logic. <laughs> is every? I have a quick question, real quick before mm-hmm. we get into the episode. Uh, is everybody in the Pokemon universe vegetarian? No. No, uh, it's actually canon eat? that there are Pokemon that are eaten. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Yeah, uh, Miltank is eaten. Uh, the Buffalo Pokemon is also eaten. Yeah, Taurus, Miltank, um, all the fish. Uh, I mean, like, Magikarp for sure. Magikarp, Sea King, uh, the other fish. I think people... Slowpoke Tail is a delicacy. Well, it also became illegal to yes. slow, Slowpoke Tail, so, yeah. Uh, let's see... Like, I don't know why I'm so shocked by this. Because, like... Eaten. Because Miltank has also got some titties on there. So Miltank's a double action. You can get milk and uh, beef. Yeah, that is the sentence I did not think I was going to hear tonight. (laughs) And I'm going to share one more picture. Boom. And it's kind of hilarious. Yeah, I've seen that one. <laughs> it's uh, Brock and Ash looking quizzically at a cooked Magikarp that still has its face. It's uh, it's like sashimi Magikarp. You yeah. know what? Fuck Magikarp. It deserves it. All right. Anyways, yeah. no, I'm just For kidding. For 19 levels, I agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> God, they're so fucking If you eat like... a Tangela, that's just like a big old long noodle. Mmm, noodles. I bet it tastes like like zucchini noodles, though. Kind of weird and oh, slimy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, because it is a plant. That's right. Yeah. All right. Maybe it tastes like do, seaweed. Do you think anyone's ever cracked open a Voltorb? Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> this is a nice meaty core in there. All right. Let's see. Enough about <laughs> what Pokemon you would eat. 
what Pokemon would you fuck? No, I'm just kidding. Or oh, am no, I? No, Answer no, the question. There. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. What Pokemon do you think get fucked in? What? <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> what Pokemon do you think get fucked in the Pokemon universe? Who do you think Brock got a handy from? Jesus. I. Oh God. Jesus Christ. Okay. No, enough of this. Too much. It's been too much. Travis, this episode is called Freaks and Geeks. What's it about? Uh, Sam and Dean sit around wondering what kind of Pokemon gyms that they would run. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fair enough. Let's get into it. All right. <laughs> And we're back. Uh, so my immediate thing, I have one th- immediate thing to say about this episode. Yes. Okay. And that is I watched it and then I watched it again right before we recorded, but I watched it at 1.5 speed and that was still not fast enough to make this episode feel like it was going by at a quick pace. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. I feel like there's a pocket of this episode that is good. And it it's when everything finally starts fucking happening. Yeah, you mean the last like ten minutes? I mean the last two. <laughs> oh God. So I'm gonna go ahead and say that I did not hate this episode. I didn't yeah. hate it, yeah. but I did have issues with it. Yeah, I like the bones. I hated everything else. I see. I think I kind of didn't like the bones. Mm. Like. I just thought that um, the twist about being like Victor getting his vampire bud to kill their family so that they could become the next like generation of hunters. I thought that was a little like trite. It was a little the mentalist. Yeah, Mm -hmm. they didn't even look like the fucking mentalist. Yeah, a little bit. Not that that's, like, necessarily an issue, like, mm-hmm. nothing's original, blah, 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 but it just, I saw it coming from a mile off, and, like, the mentalists I was at least, like, legitimately tricked by, you know? Like, yeah. didn't understand what was happening until I wa- until I saw it. Um, yeah. But, let's, Tra- sorry, go on. Uh, Travis, I have a real quick question for you. Yes. When did you know that Victor was a bad guy? As soon as I saw him. Okay. Fair that's that's all I got. I got a real, you know what kind of vibes I got from him? I got a real like Magneto, like Team Magneto vibes from him. Yeah. yeah. Like he thinks he's doing the right thing, but he's obviously not. I got like hardcore like wheezing or coughing vibes from him. Like no, <laughs> no self, like definitely Team Rocket, but like What's not it? like a grunt. There's nothing wrong with mm-hmm. being wheezing or coughing. Right? They're always, like, uh, Team Rocket always have them. Oh, okay. Yeah. They're the bad guy Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Um, let's do, real quick, a quick sum up of the episode. Let me take mm-hmm. a stab at it. I bet I can do it in two minutes. You ready for All this? All right. Okay. Yeah. All right. So Sam and Dean hear about this wackadoo murder 
it doesn't matter where. It's a day's drive, right? Yes. And they see Chrissy in the goddamn security footage. Like, they set up a trap for this fucking vampire that... It's, like, very, like, Hookman at the beginning of this episode in the cold open. And you see Chrissy making out with this dude. It's like, okay, cool. She's she's found somebody. That's rad. They hear some noises. Uh, a vampire sneaks up. The dude, his name is Aiden, ends up, like, lopping the head of the vampire off. But it has been, like, this trap has been set up right in clear view of a fucking security camera. Uh, I know these kids are dumb, but no kids are that fucking dumb. Especially if they're, like, hunters being raised by fucking, uh, pseudo-Professor X and some shit. Any hoozle, it, like, there's, uh, it turns out each of them have had their parents killed by vampires, which, in Supernatural, like, the likelihood of that is pretty fucking high, but not that Mm -hmm. high. And so, like, Sam and Dean, like, chase them to this hotel they find chrissy while aiden and joe i believe her name is right uh it's josephine and real quick aside i they did not say her name for the first 15 minutes of the episode like she got her whole revenge murder scene had not said her name once and then i heard not Professor X say it, and I thought he said Justine, and then it wasn't mm. until the end of the episode that I realized her name was Josephine. So, yeah. that is how important this character it. is. Okay, continue. Yeah, not very. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so they chase out this vampire who's like, hey, I'm not a vampire. Why are you suggesting I'm a vampire? Oh, shit, why did that dart totally not filled with dead man's blood? Why is it hurting me? And then, uh, Justine Josephine lops his head off while Dean is like, hey guys, the shit smells funny. Stop. But then kids being kids, they love their murder. They slop this dude's head off. Uh, and then like Sam and Dean find out about this Victor guy that they've worked with. Did we see him in an episode or did they just name drop him and like kind of retcon him in? No, this is another retcon. Okay. That's yeah. What I thought. Yeah, because I, I, you know, obviously we remember seeing the girl, but we never saw her dad. Right. And so they they go to Victor's house, which they're expecting, you know, like a fucking compound, a militia. But no, it's just hella suburban. And he comes in. He was like, all you crazy kids, have you cleaned your room and done your homework and murdered your monsters yet? All right. Better wash your hands for supper. Uh, And like Sam and Dean are like, who the fucking Fred Rogers is this motherfucker? Uh, and so they have a conversation. Shit smells worse. Uh, I think Sam stays around while Dean like digs around like the next day. Uh, they do that bullshit breakfast scene that's in everything. And Sam kind of like fucks off and like keeps watch while Dean goes and uh, talks with like the hotel clerk and this finds this girl at this other place. Uh, but while Dean is trying to talk these kids out of not murdering this clearly innocent, almost vampire woman, uh, Sam goes full himbo because the back of my head was screaming, Sam, when you see this blue van, don't, don't, it may say free candy, but don't go for the free candy. But he does. He goes for the free candy and tells Victor about it, who is clearly working with Mr. Hoodie Man. And... So they go, like, they they traipse through a fucking park. 
a goddamn city park to find this vampire. And it's like 2 o'clock in the fucking afternoon. And, of course, Dean kind of talks the kids down after some fancy handiwork with the pistol. And then Sam also experiences some fancy handiwork with a pistol, only in the back of his head. And thus, the kids come back with Dean, and they find Sam tied up to a chair while Victor is trying to, like, set up another thing for, like, it's going to be only this time it's Sam dead. And, like, he's, like, just loosely and, like, doing, like, the shittiest, like, villain speech while flipping shit over. Just being like, oh, they're gonna, they're never gonna expect that I'm the one behind this, just training these kids to be like the X Men of like fucking hunters. And then they all come in and they're like, oh, you got caught red handed, sir. Uh, and then there's a really cool scene where Chrissy like clicks the gun like an empty revolver for like all the people he's fucked over. And then he takes the, uh, he exits stage left real quick with that gun that he had in his back pocket. And then, like, Dean is like, hey, let's take you to Cincinnati. And, like, Chrissy's like, fuck you, dude. I'm still gonna hunt. And then, like, Sam and Dean are like, yo, bro. Feelings. Feelings. And then, cut to black. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like it covered everything. Let's yeah. talk about what I missed. Um, I kind of, I want to, let's talk about what we liked about the episode real quick. Okay. There was a little scene in the beginning that I liked and disliked. Um, basically Dean is, Dean and Sam are, you know, going on this hunt and Dean says, Hey, if you want to, you know, take a sick day, that's totally fine. And the, the trials are like really rough. And Sam is like, no, I'm cool. Uh, how are you doing by the way? Cass really beat the shit out of you. And I just want to see if you're okay. And Dean's like, why wouldn't I be okay? And Sam says, I don't know, like, just whatever. And Dean is like, oh, so you want me to talk about my feelings? And Sam's like, if you want to. And Dean says, all right, well, how about I go get a cup of green tea and we can talk about our feelings over checkers or whatever. And Sam is already out of the car just being like, eat me, Dean, go fuck yourself. I enjoyed that scene. I thought the dialogue was snappy and I liked that kind of like friendly bickering. But at the same time, Mm -hmm. I'm also just like. (sighs) Like, it was please talk about your feelings. I don't know. It it just causes so much more trouble than not. Like, please be honest with each other. It just leads to a bunch of unnecessary drama and conflict, which just isn't fun. Please, I'm begging you. I I did enjoy that banter, Mm -hmm. but it left the the door was wide the fuck open to actually have a decent like heart to heart conversation between Sam and Dean, Mm -hmm. and then it was just shit all over. Well, I okay so. Full disclosure, I completely forgot that this episode existed. I mean, just fucking, like, completely forgot. It's a very forgettable episode. Yeah, so when I watched it, for some reason I was like, oh, the plot is going to have something to do. Like, the plot will will parallel to what Dean is feeling about Cass and his, like, other, other betrayal that they're going through. This is like the third fucking time uh, that Cass has betrayed them, but whatever. Uh, Or semi-betrayal, I guess. I don't know what's happening with Cass yet, but 
Um, so I was like, maybe the end of the episode will involve them having that conversation. But no, no. The, the end of the episode is just Sam and Dean driving off. And then Dean being like, if we can close the gates of hell, like right now, like right fucking now, then we can, then Chrissy and the others can have a normal life. And Sam's like, yeah, maybe not just them. And yeah, that is how the episode ended. So, um, I don't know. Yeah. Um, when we do redo Supernatural in 80 to 10,000 years, uh, <laughs> I, I really think we can just nix Chrissy's character as a whole. Oh. I Sorry, go on. I do like her character, and I want to like her character. But it's very... It's, she's it's, always like a garnish. I feel the exact opposite. I hate Chrissy's character. That's fair. It, uh, I... Yeah. I think I said this in the first episode she's in, Adventures in Babysitting. Chrissy's character to me is 100% a teenage girl written by a grown-ass man. And I'm fucking right. Yeah, the writer for this absolutely. episode is Adam Glass. And yeah. it might... I think it was even worse this episode because in Adventures in Babysitting, she I think she's supposed to read as like 14, 15. Now she's mm. 17. And I could almost see... Adam Glass put the countdown clock to when she turns 18. Like, Blech. yeah, there is a lot of weird sexual stuff with her. And, and maybe I'm reading too much into it, but like. It's there. You're not just reading into it. Like okay. The stuff, like the implication of like her and Dean together. Oh, yeah, that happened. And the thing with the hotel clerk. And we'll get to fucking Aiden. We will get to Aiden. But like. I, I do not like Chrissy's character. Everything she says, I want to punch her in the fucking face. Um, and I and I had to take a minute and be like, is this internalized misogyny? Is this my secret hatred of women? And I don't think it is. I think it's something else. Yeah, no, she's just not a great character. She's very unremarkable. Um, S Sam and Dean will rightfully be like, hey, can you chill the fuck out? And she'll be like, no. And you know what everyone loves? Just to see a character, a new character who we're not familiar with, shit on our fucking protagonist who we've been on the show for for years, and then fail yeah. hard. Everyone loves yeah. that. Um, oh, what was I about to say? It, it's kind of like uh, it kind of reminds me of Joss Whedon feminism. Yes, yeah. it's that's what it that's what it reminds me of. It's like, oh, look at how strong. I don't even remember her name. Buffy is. Yeah, or Chrissy uh, no, is not the even name. Buffy. Chrissy. Yeah. Look at how strong Chrissy is because she's saying no to Sam and Dean. Yep. Yeah. When it's really just she, she's saying no to Sam and Dean because she's a fucking idiot and she's been manipulated. Yeah. I think, okay, so I kept thinking during the episode, I was like, the writers could get me on Chrissy's side, and I and I think I figured out what they would need to do to make me like Chrissy as a character. What's that? Have her write fan fiction. <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> so, okay. 
and here's my thought process on this. So um, Chrissy, again, she's 100% a character who is clearly like written by how men think teenage girls are. Like in the episode, she talks about how when she had that normal life with her dad, she went to the mall. Like it's the fucking 80s. This episode took place in 2014. Yeah. So like, I and, and here's why I say fan fiction specifically. The reason why is because even though there are tons of adults who are into fanfic and it is absolutely valid to be for you to be in fandom at any age, um, it is something that is often associated and discovered when you're in your preteens and teen years, right? So it just would have humanized Chrissy for me. And also, I think it would have been a good audience insert character in the way mm -hmm. that Becky wasn't. Yeah. So you know how Becky is like a parody kind of affectionate, but like they went a little too far and made her like a crazy stalker. So that didn't really work out. Chrissy yeah. would be the yeah. way to have like, Hey, here's kind of a average fan of Supernatural who's kind of a badass. And yeah, she's kind of crushing on Dean because he's like hot, but Dean being like, you know, the responsible adult in the situation, as much as Dean can be, puts those hard boundaries there or something. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. I don't think it would have been too crazy not to have her like crush on him and like make a move, but maybe her and Josephine have a scene where they're like, he's really cute, but he's also really old. So like, fuck you. No, I, you know what? I take that back. I, no, don't have that scene. We're not having that scene because again, this is written by a man. And it's just creepy, but yeah. yeah. Anyways, that's, and I think, and I think that would have made me like Chrissy's characters. Just give her that little humanizing thing. We don't know much about Chrissy outside of dad and hunting, which is fine for whatever, but she's also just kind of awful. <laughs> like as this is her second episode, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I feel like in Garth's episode, we knew in his second episode, we knew a lot more about him. Yeah. Even Becky fucking, of course, with goddamn Felicia day. Yeah. We knew, we knew in five minutes what her character was about. Yeah. We still don't with Chrissy, and she's had two fucking episodes. Yeah. yeah. All we know is that she is a child hunter. Yep. Yeah. She's the child hunter who has a weird bratty thing for Dean. Yeah. That's about it. She also has a dead dad, so she's in that DDC. Mm -hmm. A dead, dead, dead club. Um, but yeah, that's, that's my proposal on how to like make Chrissy more human and more likable. Um, Ooh, a big negative Chrissy moment for me was when, so they go to confront the vampire that she thinks murdered her dad, um, who is an innocent young woman who has nothing to do with this. Uh, who's just a patsy for, you know, the real killers, Victor and Seth. Um, Seth being Victor's vampire friend who, like, actually killed her parents. So, 
Dean explains like, hey, this isn't the person who murdered your parents or your dad. She hasn't done anything wrong. Like she's totally innocent. And Chrissy responds, she's a monster who deserves to die. And that's a Dean line. Uh, yeah. Then Dean responds, not if we can change her back. And I'm just like, uh, I just wish, I don't know. I wish the show wasn't going in this direction. Like, yeah. yeah. So this is pretty, both what Chrissy said and what Dean said were big issues I had with this episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, because that escalates into Chrissy wanting to kill Victor once she's realized that they that she has been tricked. Yeah. And then Dean goes into a whole, like, oh, we don't kill people. We only kill monsters. But you can't, we can't go back to this season two sentiment of we need to be careful about people after we've been just stabbing human infested, uh, uh, demon infested humans in the throats for five seasons. Yeah. Like, we can't go back to that. Yeah. And that was literally last episode, too. Like, yeah, last episode, when we came across a grieving husband who had, like, a five-minute speech about how much he missed his wife, the very next scene was Dean being like, looks like we need to send somebody a fruit basket for killing all these demons for us. <laughs> and then, like, this episode, we get fucking like no Chrissy we need to see the humanity in everyone we can save this vampire plot like fuck you Dean it's not, also, it's not this should just have been about Sam. killing people yeah. yes this should have been Sam you're right it should have been Sam mm-hmm. but they made it Dean because Dean's the main character yeah yeah I, um. I do think it is in character for Dean to really like give a fuck about these kids i also think it's in character for him to really not want them to be hunting the ball the ball gets kind of tossed between sam and dean on who's like more or less on the hunting train week per week um i think it i think it makes sense for both of them to not want these you know child these minors to be hunting monsters right because they were miners that were hunters right and they in canonically sam fucking hated it and dean didn't hate it but came to understand that that's not like good uh and and didn't i say dean didn't hate it but it's not i I don't think you can really ask a child that question do you know what i mean i don't think you can ask somebody whose brain isn't fully developed if they like the you know weird abuse they're going through because i don't think they know how to answer that when it's coming from a parent um they might be able to but who knows um but uh i will go ahead and say that I don't mind Dean being super against them hunting. I think that makes total sense for his character, especially for his well-established love of kids. Right. Yeah. I, I more headed the issue with uh, him trying to defend human life after taking so much of it. Yeah. Yes. Uh, ben, what, what did you say your question was? You said you had a question. I don't remember what the question was. Um, oh, or no, 
I kind of do. I. Are either of you familiar with Borderlands? Uh, I know Vaguely. it exists, yeah. Do y'all know who Tiny Tina is? Yes. She, she's She comes in in two, right? She does. Um, I know so she, she runs has... a not D&D game with some of the other Borderlands characters. Oh, no, it's straight up D&D. Yeah. Uh, even in uh, the DLC where it is, it's straight up D&D. Um, well, no, it's like... Uh, they call it um, something... It, it, it's bees. It's two B words that make it make sense in the universe. Oh, beasts and bastards or something? Yeah. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, so I appreciate how they handle her character and they really humanize her. Like, just from the outside, from like where you guys know this character, uh, she's not super duper likable because she seems like a caricature of like emo culture, especially like probably early. 2010s emo culture like when you had like dance give a dance and like attack attack i think it's the name of a band from about that time i don't know um but she seems like a character caricature of that but the more like information and the more like flavor text you find out about her and like how her parents were murdered in front of fucking her and it's like oh that's why she does all of this it's all a defense mechanism to not think about the murders that happened fucking in front of her. Mm-hmm. If if Supernatural had done something like that with Chrissy and like made her like she already is sort of a caricature of like a bad writing for women, I guess, or like young girls. I, I think she just straight up is that. But yeah. continue. I think if they humanized her with like fan fiction like Ari was saying or mm-hmm. like just something to make people be like oh yeah i do that yeah it doesn't like the uh the borderlands thing was bunkers and badasses by the way yes that's what it is i i um the i said fan fiction because i'm pretty sure supernatural is still like the top fandom on ao3 Mm mm-hmm Oh, I'm thinking about writing some fan fiction. I'm telling you that right now. I want to take that Silent Hill thing and just go run with it, baby. You know, hey, I'll be your first kudos. (laughs) Um, You're welcome. Uh, But yeah, I'm pretty sure Supernatural is the highest like uh, fandom. I'm don't quote me on that, but it feels right. Anyways, there's a shit ton of Supernatural fanfic on. Um, AO3, not to mention like SPN, RPF, and spinoff stuff, and there's a shit ton of crossovers and blah, 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 blah. Um, and that's just AO3 because there's stuff on FF.net and there's got to be stuff on LiveJournal, like even stuff that survived the fandom purges. So my point is, is I said fanfic because a lot of fans are into it, they create mm-hmm. content for it. I think it would be a great way to have that character without making them like insulting like Becky was. Yeah. But it doesn't have to be. Just something to humanize her. Give her oh. a thing. Something she likes that isn't hunting her dad or not Aiden. Like You know it would be super easy for that and would like it would slide into supernatural so easily. Mm-hmm. She loves classic rock and she loves going to concerts. And you know what her and Dean do? Go to a like, con- 
Yeah, they do like the father daughter like go to a goddamn concert kind of thing. Yeah, I think that would like, be he's, that would be cute. Yeah, fuck. Like he's like, oh, you need a Bobby. I'm gonna be your Bobby. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yes, anything like that would work. Just like something that it feels like hers, not her dad's, mm-hmm. not what Victor wants for her. And they could have introduced an adventures in babysitting, like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, like no, we like I said earlier, we knew with Felicia Day in five minutes what she was about. Yeah, even with Garth, like sure he's not super likable in his first episode, but we still kind of knew what the fuck he was about. Yeah, and he's super likable now. Mm-hmm. So, but what do we get with Chrissy? She goes to the mall. <laughs> yeah, despite the fact that she's like Gen Z. Mm. Yeah. And yeah. No. How like uh, how old like what year did this episode come out? Let's see. Twenty fourteen. Two thousand fourteen. Two thousand fourteen, and she's supposed oh. to be what seventeen? Yeah. Yeah, that's Gen Z. Yeah. yeah. She, I I think she'd be kind of in that cusp area. Mm-hmm. She'd be making TikToks. Mm-hmm. Is the point? Well, how old, yeah. How old would she be now? Is my question. Like what? Early twenties. Yeah, early twenties. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's just kind of a Gen Z cusper. Yeah. yeah. Out of the like the early twenties, people's I've met is like, yeah, I don't, I don't, I, I understand your people, but that's about it. Uh, but yeah, she that would be, be hilarious. Twenty twenty five. So. I'm friends with some 25-year-olds. Yeah. I am, too. As am I. Are they all the same 25? No, I'm just kidding. Um, yes, they are. Every 25-year-old the same person. <laughs> yep. Um, anyways, uh, let's talk about Aiden real quick and Josephine. I want to talk about both of them. Uh, <clears throat> things I liked. I liked that they had this little, like, friendship hunter trio going on that was cool yeah things i didn't like aiden being a fuck boy about it oh my god okay so i liked josephine not a huge fan of aiden and i think it'd be pretty obvious uh why f-u-c-c-b-o-i yes Mm -hmm. oh oh fun fact about aiden he is played by adam demarco who is um, Todd in The Magicians. No shit. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. He's also in The Order. It seems like he's got a regular role there. Um, He's been in Charmed. (laughs) In an episode called... uh, Yes, Manic Pixie Nightmare. Oh. Um... So yeah, TV guy, TV boy. Um, and he's a fuck boy. He steals, he has a crush on Chrissy. Okay, I. this is another thing that I did not like about the episode is they kept trying to push this relationship between um, Aiden and Chrissy. Chrissy, not once did she seem interested. Not mm-hmm. fucking once. But by the end of the episode, 
Dean's like, oh, I see you've got a crush on Aiden. And Chrissy's like, how did you know? <laughs> this is crazy. <sighs> and it's just like, good question. How did he fucking know? Is he psychic now? Or did he just assume? Just, just, just another sign that this episode was written by a man. For real. Like, did he assume that because you are two white teenagers within 10 feet of each other, y'all were going to fucking bone? Like, <sighs> What I would have loved if his Chrissy was like, "Ooh, no, I'm into Josephine." <laughs> like that would have the that would have made me like Chrissy as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he steals her phone to look through her contacts to see if she has a boyfriend. Um, he just constantly fucks around and finds out. Dean disarms him at one point. I, I, I just say, hate him. <laughs> so I like how Dane gave Aiden the like the anti shovel talk. Oh, I guess. Ooh. Or like the or like the I don't have to hit you with a shovel. She'll do it her damn self. I appreciated that. Like I don't know if that was right. I don't know how y'all feel about it. But I thought it was funny and I thought it was kind of cool. I didn't love it. Um, I did like it a little better than the normal shovel talk simply because Mm -hmm. I do think it's kind of weird whenever like grown men threaten teenage boys with guns. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no. Uh, like that is bullshit and dumb. And if that is exactly what had happened. Yeah. I would have fucking hated it. But because there was a little like twist at the end, because I was like, oh god, he's gonna fucking do it. But then he was like, no, she'll murder her, you murder your, you her damn self, and I won't even have to help her hide the body. Yeah. All right, all right, cool. Basically, at the end of the episode, I guess it's set in stone that Chrissy and Aiden are gonna go off together. Um, despite the fact that Chrissy has shown no interest in him at all and denies it. When, when Dean does ask her, I said that she was like, how did you know? But that's not true. What she says is, no, he's like a brother to me. Mm-hmm. And I think what they're trying to go for is, Dean, no, I don't have a crush on him. He just pulls my pigtails, and I love it when he does that. What is that? What, what are you talking about? Um, but the actress who plays Chrissy just plays the line too straight, so we don't get that coy little wink. And instead, it just seems like she's like, no, he's like a brother. I wouldn't, I don't see him like that. I did not enjoy how they tried to like have their cake and eat it too Mm -hmm. the whole time of like her shooting him down constantly. And then like the whole like, because the anti shovel talk still does kind of set them going out. And I think Jensen or Dean rather should have just been like, Hey, fuckface, if you don't stop, like, if you don't understand the meaning of the word no, yeah, she's gonna bury you. Yeah, I don't have to. Yeah, yeah. I think that would have got that. I think that would have flown better, and I think that line would have aged better. Maybe. Yeah. The only reason why. I did not love that speech. Is it because it reminded me of how much I don't like Chrissy? (laughs) Because her name was in the conversation. (laughs) No, because 
I don't know if it's fair to accuse Supernatural of doing this, but like, you know how a lot of this is the Joss Whedon thing all over again, and it's also what they did in, um, they do it in a lot of stuff. So it's that it's that feminism hot take where feminism is a woman just taking all of her feelings and bottling them up and shoving them down deep inside of them and basically becoming okay. <clears throat> Real quick disclaimer. I do not think that women who are not super emotional or caring or whatever are masculine or manly. But in Hollywood, the shorthand, yes, is that men don't have feelings or whatever. They're Dean Winchester types and women talk about that shit, right? So if a woman has a feminist story where she gets strong and becomes a, you know, ghastly gatekeep girl boss, that involves her like shoving down her feelings into a tiny dark pit in her heart, right? Mm -hmm. Um, The strong female character archetype. Uh, a lot of shows have done this. I don't know if Chrissy counts because she's kind of always been like that. Mm-hmm. I just think that she's just, I, I just don't like her as a character. I just don't think she's very good. So yeah. Anyways, sorry. That was a little aside. How did you feel about it, Travis? About Chrissy in general? Yeah, about Chrissy. In- I mean, she's just kind of a wet napkin yeah but like one you found not one that you like not like a useful one not it's like you spilled a beer and cleaned up it's like a like a mystery wet napkin that's just sitting there at the bar it's like you found it under the seat in your car and it's still wet and you're like why the fuck is this still wet how long has it been here yeah i don't know it she just doesn't leave a good like a big impression on me as a character like when 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 i saw that she was coming back in this episode i was just like really her (laughs) egg yeah like that that's just that's how i felt it like it's just like okay she's here i guess it's funny that we bring back the egg joke because guess guess what fucking else adam glass wrote like a virgin and mommy dearest so on that bombshell can i give you guys some good news yes what's that we don't have to see her again that's true ever she does not come back no wow she's only in two episodes and this was the second one yep so chrissy like all this talk has made me realize something about her Mm mm-hmm a few weeks ago, I traveled to the far-off land of Florence, Alabama. Mm, I've uh, heard of it. To go on... To meet up with a lady friend of mine. Uh, we had dinner, and then we went to a bar. And the first drink we had was pretty good. It was pretty tasty. And then the second one was fairly terrible. And that's how I feel about this episode. <laughs> was yeah. That, <laughs> was that we got through it. We bonded. Yeah. Uh, in the end, I just kind of cowboyed up and slammed it uh but we got through it 
and we never he have to endure that drink again. at one point five speed. Fuck yes, <laughs> <laughs> times two, motherfucker. <laughs> um, Fuck it. so we've already kind of touched on general pacing issues this episode. This this episode felt like it had a really long act one, and then the mystery yeah. wrapped up really quickly, uh, and the climax was fast um which actually has been kind of a thing this season which we've talked about in some previous episodes how it just seems like that denouement just comes quicker and quicker Mm -hmm. um this is another episode that i don't think is very funny um it seems like jeremy carver is just not doing that sort of goofier tone that supernatural kind of adapted in season three and i've been critical of it but at the same time this is a personal preference like i just kind of prefer supernatural when it's a little wackadoodle you know but that's not everybody's thing and that's fine yeah bowling for soup has a really great line of uh (laughs) i find it funny when rock and roll takes itself too seriously Mm -hmm. and that's this episode uh i don't if i wasn't for sure if I wasn't in a car driving down from Nashville and it killed half the drive, I I don't think I would have paid. I think I would have fallen asleep a couple of times during this episode. Uh, just because it dragged, it took forever. Uh, have y'all ever seen the film Lucy? Because I know I bring it up every once in a while. but this I have it, not. It has the exact same problem. Constant rising action and then just a flaccid hard fall of a climax. Mm. Just yeah, a dry hand job of a finish. So I, I completely agree. And I know exactly what you're talking about, Ben. Cool. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate you. So real quick, I want to talk about um, Victor, who's the main villain for this episode. There's also Seth. Uh, Seth is um, dumb. Uh, Seth is dumb because why is he doing this? Why is he helping Victor? Say, there's a little throwaway say, line where Sam is like, uh, what did he offer you? Free, like, range grazing? And I'm just like, Really? Seth, that was enough? Do you not already just have that being a... Like, could you not just leave? Like, was it... If Victor, like, had you by the the throat, could you not just be like, yeah, sure, man, I'll do whatever you want, and then fuck off? Like, why are you helping him? Free blood. I think that was it. Just free blood. Yeah, I don't know. It seen I think personally I think Seth is just like I have to get my jolly somewhere and I understand that Victor will definitely betray me after I'm done but whatever. Mm. Um Victor is I think he's fine as a villain. I think the I think actor it, the actor is more interesting to me than the actual character. This is very true. Where the fuck? Oh there we go. His name is Adrian Hugh. Mhm. Or Ho. Let's see. He was in. He was in Assassin's Creed Three. Yes, and okay, he plays fuck. a pretty big role in that series. You know what that means? I'm never playing it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take this one, uh, team. Don't worry. 
Yeah, you go ahead. You can do that. Thank he you. He was in the Van Helsing show, so that's cool. I kind of wanted to watch that. Legends of Tomorrow. Oh, he was in the Exorcist TV show? That's cool. He's also Fucking in Home Before Dark, Chilling Adventures of Sabrina the Teenage Witch, or just, hmm? it's just, he's in The Man in the Ooh. High Castle. He's also in The Killing. Hey, guys. Hey. I'm going to make you guys watch so many episodes of that show. <laughs> <laughs> he's also in True Justice. I don't know what that is. Oh, he's also been in Supernatural before. He's in the um, season one episode, Something Wicked, which is about the Striga. He actually plays the doctor who is like the Striga. Oh. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Huh. Hell yeah. This episode is also about vampires, but mentions much more interesting monsters that like we rarely ever get to see. So I kind of wish like the vil- like the monster had been like a Rougarou. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was also in Slapshot 3. Holy shit. <laughs> nice. Uh, have either of y'all ever seen the first Slapshot movie? I love the first Slapshot oh, movie. Yes. I don't great. know what yes, this is. is. Can we, let's just sli- uh, skip Slapshot 3 and watch the first one. It's so good. <laughs> uh, it's a hockey movie. It's really good. Nice. No. Um... He's been in some good shit, though, so that's cool. He's also in the L Word. Okay. That's, Who is he in the L Word? Uh, Walter or Waiter? Mm. Yes. I don't he remember who that is. In like 2004, but he was also in Stargate SG One, much like a lot of people from this season. <laughs> I are we ready to read some Amazon reviews? of this show because i think they're going to be pretty good yes okay you know i pick my favorite ones based on title alone by the way as far as amazon goes it's not like a super well-reviewed episode um what does it have on amazon because on imdb it's an 8.6 oh imdb that's what i meant imdb i'm on imdb Oh, okay, cool. Uh, I can't wait to go through these because some of them look holy shit. Yeah. Uh, Gives Fallen Idols a run for its money on being the worst episode of the series. I have no idea how or why the writers thought it was a good idea to bring back Chrissy. The character, especially the actress, do not work well with Dean. Mm, I thought the actress is okay. But Mm. I'm I'm also just uncomfortable insulting, like, I don't know. Children, teenagers, minors. I know I insult children, child actors, but yeah, eh, I thought she was alright. Yeah, for like a, a teenage actor and like everybody, I think they acted fine. They just had to act shit. Yeah, the character sucks, and she's up against Jensen Ackles, who is a good Hector um, yeah. for most of her scenes. Mm-hmm. The prior Chrissy episode, Adventures in Babysitting, was at best lackluster, and the back end of it was some of the worst stuff in season seven. So this episode already has a lot working against it. There's just no life or chemistry to the Dean Chrissy interactions. The entire thing falls on its face because of that. Agreed. Even worse, the script is far too flippant and nonchalant about the premise of the story. The normal kids who are being trained as hunters uh, does not really work, and there's too little material to sell, really sell the concept. The big reveal was guessable within 10 minutes of the episode, and frankly, everything just feels so utterly forced. This is a childish tone, as it seems more overtly aimed at children. That is at odds with the show. Mm, that I disagree with. 
Well, kind of. Yeah. I mean, okay. I kind of see where this person's coming from. Um, Episodes. Oh, sorry. Go on. I was just going to say, I don't think the show has ever been aimed at kids. I think it's always been aimed at like dudes and their girlfriends or like people's moms. But please continue. Uh, episodes that have strong moralistic themes after school special come to mind require a lightness comedic tone to balance the cheese and this episode forgets that it is only a tender mercy that Chrissy has never heard from again I hope a vamp got her Jesus (laughs) Christ that's a one out of ten yes I have a quick question for you Mm -hmm. on the 7th of September in in the year of our lord elon musk 2020 yeah did you write this episode (laughs) no i did not (laughs) no i am not cubs and culture (laughs) (laughs) of course you're not okay Mm -hmm. also this episode has a 7.598.2 that's my bad Uh, oh i also love this one kids suck this season has the most ups and downs that I've seen in Supernatural. I feel like they've tried to develop other characters outside of Sam and Dean numerous times, and they fall flat each time. This is no exception. Chrissy's was annoying. I hated it when she acted like she knew more than Sam or Dean. The other kids were brainwashed and were the same way. I wanted the Winchesters to put them in their place so many times. The twist was quite predictable, and luckily the Bad Hunter was killed instead of let go, like I thought was going to happen, as that dude would have just done exactly the same thing again. Again, hopefully this is the last of the episodes that are outside of the storyline. Six out of ten. Nice. I really want to read the What Was That Crap? Review. Oh, yes. <laughs> this is from Let's Play with Net, uh, written in the year of our Lord 2013, uh, entitled What Was That Crap? What an incredible, incredibly bad episode. Who wants to see some kids with overdramatic monologues and moments? If I want to, I could watch Twilight or something like that. But I want to see Sammy, Dean, and Castiel beating the shit out of some really ugly monsters and creatures. A man after my own heart. Or person, I don't know. Uh, Packed with a main theme like angels, Lucifer, Leviathans, that is what made Supernatural my favorite TV show. And of course, the Chevrolet Impala. Upper carrot, upper carrot. But this is not... But not this little girl with the angry killer expression. By the way, if she would try to fire that Magnum revolver on the end, she would fly through the whole set, I think. Oh god, I love people who have like no separation or like suspension of disbelief when it comes to guns. Oh god. Yeah. Uh, I bro, come the fuck on. Yeah. Um in the interest of fairness, we will now read the highest rated review, which is an 8 out of 10. Good idea, moderate execution. I liked the idea of the surrogate father lying to his kids about the vampires, but perhaps this could have been modified slightly so that there were no kids. Okay, sorry. (laughs) Just that line is so like, what? Okay. Sometimes I feel like this show needs to grow up a bit, and although in this episode I may mean it literally, it also applies in a non-literal sense. Irrelevant here, however. I do not like Chrissy. I hope she's gone. She's written like a hard ass, but she comes off like she's trying too hard, and I don't think that's on purpose. It's partly the fault of her actor, 
who is not my personal favorite, and the fact that she's supposed to be about 17 but looks 12. Eight out, eight out of ten. Yeah. Good job, Miss Mills. Like this, this that's a solid review. Yeah. Uh, I feel like an eight out of ten is still way too strong. Um, okay, I'm sorry. I have I have one other review I need to read because I just saw the last line and it makes me laugh. Pathetic. Yes. Just pathetic. I have grown to love the show after the past several weeks of marathoning this piece of art. I know that shows often become formulaic and predictable after several seasons, but this episode made me almost tear up in its utter laziness. The plotline is an embarrassment to the show and entire television community. And then marathoning has an asterisk next to it and the asterisk is unrelated but the system marked marathoning is misspelled but even the oxford english dictionary recognizes it two out of ten what the fuck yeah god damn hell yeah kirby so i'm glad to see that um most supernatural fans agree with us on this or at least the ones that imdb do yeah how do you feel listeners of habcast how do you like Travis? What would you rate this on the IMDb perfect scale of one to ten? Three. Ooh, I can dig that. Ari, how about you? Um, I'll give it a. I'll I'll give it a. I'll I'll give it a four. Okay, I was thinking four point two. Uh, I do think there are things to like this. E- this episode is really easy to fix uh chrissy's father could have had an abortion and boom problem solved <laughs> her father could have like we've, we don't see her mom so i don't I, like her mom could have had an abortion i'm sorry no uh, no i'm just accepting the head canon that chrissy's dad was a trans man right, and a cool. seahorse dad cool in like 80 to a thousand years when we remake the show or we'll make, he already is a trans man. He, he, he went through a transition and bam. I am going to go ahead and say this. In 82,000 years when we remake the show, Chrissy will be a hardcore classic rock fan who loves fan fiction. Okay. Let's go ahead and make her like early 20s, give her a drug problem. Really flesh out the character. Why do we have uh, to give her a drug problem? Why does she have to? Well, she can just not have a drug problem. That's fine. I mean, She's already a hunter. Like, can we just go to do everything to her? You know what I mean? Hunting is her drug. There you go. <laughs> like, her parents were killed by a Rougarou. Hell yeah. All right. Um, I am. Real quick, I would like to talk about Sam a little bit. I feel like we haven't really talked about Sam all that much. He was non-existent this episode. He he had some moments. He, he had a few moments. He had mostly himbo moments. He could have been a sexy lamp with a magnifying glass this episode, and it would have been the same thing. He No, because I just can't see Victor having a conversation about having a normal life with a lamp. Or maybe, I don't know. Um, okay, so what I want to talk about is Sam doing the trials, trying to survive them, trying to live a normal life. Mm-hmm. His line at the end where he's like, maybe not just for Chrissy, we could all have normal lives after we close the gates of hell, blah, blah, blah. So Sam is um, back on that. 
uh, which is nice. I kind of, I want to see the show truly try to explore somebody who has a normal life and also hunts on the side. Like, I just don't understand. Like, can can we please have that? I know it's one of the major conflicts, but can we please, can we have that, please? I'm like, yeah. I am 80 to 69% certain that there's at least one or two characters that that is them. But there is still like that 21 or like 22, 31% chance that I am wrong. Uh, but I do want like the guy, y'all have seen Deadpool 2, right? No. Yes. So there's a dude that shows up for the uh, interview to be a part of like Deadpool Squad or like mm-hmm. Pool Squad. Uh, and it's just this dude who saw the ad on Craigslist, and he's like a soccer dad. Yes. Like, no superpowers, no nothing. I want that man in Supernatural hunting a fucking Wendigo. And he's just like, well, I better make this quit so I can get home and get the grill started up. You know, shit like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That'd be cool as shit. Just, just a plain dude. Like, he drinks, like, fucking just regular beer. Uh, and he's like a responsible person and he like encourages people to talk about their feelings and shit just to look at a dad I feel like we actually do have that character in Supernatural is it Garth? no it's Jody. Mm. yeah that is very but she's never like when what was the last Jody episode? oh it's been a minute she she becomes yeah. more it's, regular. It's been since last season, I think. Yeah. yeah very, exactly. She does become more prevalent, mm-hmm. and I cannot wait for that breath of fresh Me, air that is Jody Mills. You know who I can't wait for? Rowena. Yes. Fuck. I I uh, cannot wait for Rowena. I can't wait to have conversations about her character. Like, yes. So excited. Yeah. Uh, God. Okay. Uh, I, uh, yeah. What you got? Oh, I was just gonna say uh, that's that's it for me. Yeah, same. That's, that's uh, all I wrote. Yep. Uh, let's see. You know, that's murder. She wrote, baby. I don't feel like reading trivia about this episode. I was about to. I, I think we fit the really interesting stuff. Yeah, this episode shares its name with a TV show that's way better than this episode. That's uh, true. Geeks. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Go watch that. I think it's on Hulu. It's a great show. You'll enjoy it. Seth Rogen is in it. Uh, the first Chrissy Chambers episode, Adventures in Babysitting, shared its name with a movie that was much better than that episode called Adventures in Babysitting. Yeah, go watch that movie. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's a delightful movie. It is a delightful movie. Just super fun. Very cute. Mm-hmm. Uh, the actress who plays Chrissy, Madison McLaughlin, was in Arrow, Chicago PD, Supernatural. She was in Mad Men. Mad Men. I really don't think she's a bad actress. I just think she got bad direction and Chrissy is a shitty character. Yeah. Yeah, I think it has more to do with how Chrissy was written. Yeah. Yeah. She does not have a long... Well, she's only been acting since, like, fucking 2009, so yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, Any final thoughts, comments, questions, concerns, hopes, dreams, wishes, realities that we wish to change into different realities? Or any Uh, manifestations? Yeah. Theories. you got anything? (laughs) Um... 
I'm going to manifest a better episode next time. Mm, I like that. Probably won't come true, though. Mm. Uh, I'll keep manifesting, though. Mm. Travis, I'm going to make delightful noises. Mm. Uh, And I I feel like we've, we've fucked this pig thoroughly. So, Travis, the next episode is called Taxi Driver. What's it about? Taxi Driver? Yeah. Uh, Sam and Dean sign up to be Uber drivers. Hmm. 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 But then they get denied because their car is older than a 2012 or or, or newer. Well, there you go. Are you talking to me? Are you talking to me? (laughs) Are you talking to me? Huh? Huh? Oh, God. Uh, We are so close to the end of, I, the end of the season always sneaks up on me, and yeah, for real. We're, the next episode is episode nineteen. This was episode eighteen, y'all. We're so close to the end of the season eight. Mm, so close, I can taste it. How Sam has two whole more trials to get through before the end. That is that is a shit ton of trials that he needs to do. That's two. Yeah, in four episodes, how's he gonna fucking figure it out? He's gonna knock out the next two in one episode. <laughs> well, there anyway. you go. <laughs> All right, Travis. Then, then we're done. Yeah, we, we, are, did we just did this. I, <laughs> I, y'all, it's one o'clock. I'm tired. <laughs> I'm sleepy. Holy shit! It was goddamn. Yeah. Um. Uh, well. We <laughs> I want to finish the episode now. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to help you. I'm sorry. No, you're doing great. Just let me do my thing. Just let me do my thing. All right. Okay. If you're listening to this, thank you so, so much. We appreciate the shit out of you. We love all of our listeners. If you want to hear more from us, please check out our website, uh, halfcast.com, where you can find links to all of our social media, our Twitter, our Instagram, our Facebook, at Habcast, and Hey Ass But, a Supernatural podcast on Facebook. Um, you can also find a link to our make patreon where for three dollars a month you can get access to the other other show we do it's called let's shag ass it's where we watch things that supernatural actors have been in that are not actually supernatural that show is a lot of fun we've done some really good stuff some really bad stuff it's just a good time mm-hmm. it's a good time and until next time have fun and don't die These paws are killing me. (laughs) (laughs) Aloha. Bye. Aloha means bye. Bye.